Um, what did you make of uh, how the Supreme Court ruled on all of this? Uh, we are getting some legal experts uh, throwing some cold water and saying maybe this is not such a big deal. Uh, the special counsel did have some precedents for his argument, pointing to uh, the justices' early intervention in the uh, 1974 case, U.S. versus Nixon, which you are familiar with. But what, what do you think? It's, I don't think it was a big deal. Uh, it was an expedited procedure. Uh, when At the time it was filed, the Court of Appeals in the District of Columbia really hadn't started its expedited proceedings, which are now well underway and uh, unfolding literally every day. Uh, so they're going to have oral arguments there within a couple of weeks, uh, with, within less than a couple of weeks, actually, uh, January 9th. So anyway, I, I think it's a sign that the court isn't anxious to get into this. I think the fact that uh, it was not f really heavily and harshly and aggressively briefed by the special counsel on the political issue, which is really the issue, uh, is interesting. Uh, he didn't want to say, listen, court, we need an answer before the election. Uh, he didn't go there. It's all by implication. And that's what uh, the Trump team responded to. Oh, well, that would be wrong if he did that. And I think everyone's trying to stay away from the politics of the case. Uh, and so Trump got a win. He got a delay. Do you think Trump may have gone a little over his skis, though, in, in declaring victory? Uh, I mean, this hasn't this hasn't pushed the matter until 2025 or something like that. I mean, it's it's a slight delay. Trump is always over his skis, Jim. <laughs> he doesn't have any skis. That's the reason. And he's flying. But anyway, I, I think, yes, he did get a uh, he is claiming more than he got. It, if it is not a real serious win, uh, it is not going to delay things. Uh, I think uh, the trial will still go on before the election. I think that there's going to be a concerted effort by the prosecutor and the uh, certainly the D.C. Circuit is showing that. Uh, so he's got to look for every kind of obvious and conspicuous effort to stall the proceedings. And that's going to get tougher and tougher. And I wonder if uh, a delay may not work in Trump's favor to some extent. There's this new information coming out of the Detroit News. They have reviewed a tape of Trump pressuring Michigan County officials to overturn election results in 2020. Um, and, you know, instances of Trump interfering with election results are piling up. And, and I, I suppose you could imagine a possibility, John, uh, where maybe this election subversion uh, trial and Judge Chutkin's court doesn't get started right away, but maybe that allows for some time for some more of this information on what took place in Michigan to develop to the point where the special counsel might have might be armed with more information in that case. It's very true. They were aware of the conversation. They were apparently unaware of the fact that it had been recorded. It was a conversation that took place in a parking lot, uh, and several people jumped in a car and in the front seat to take the call from Trump. Some people jumped in the back seat and turned on, apparently, their recorders. So that's the, the quality may not be the best, but apparently it's very clear what Trump said. He's telling these canvassers uh, it'd be a terrible thing if you... Uh, you know, you agree with this certification. They had already voted for certification. What they did do is they didn't go back in and uh, willingly sign uh, or they tried to unravel what they had done and it was too late. And, and John, what do you make of uh, this other uh, piece of information that emerged in this Detroit news story that the RNC chair 
Uh, Ronna McDaniel was apparently also suggesting that lawyers would be provided uh, to the election workers on this phone call. If you can go home tonight, do not sign it. We'll get you attorneys. There's the quote right there. Trump will take care of it. Um, we were talking with the Secretary of State uh, for Michigan, Jocelyn uh, Benson, in the last hour, and she was saying, well, that, you know, that sounds a little bit like uh, a bribery attempt. What do you think? It sounds a lot like a bribery attempt, actually. It also sounds like entering and making sure you're in the middle of a conspiracy to obstruct the uh, proceedings by uh, throwing sand right in the gears. And it's just phenomenal that we have a re two recordings now of the President of the United States reaching down to local officials, if you will, a Secretary of State in Georgia and now canvassers in Michigan and trying to gum up the works. Uh, and that is potentially uh, a part of the grander conspiracy to uh, obstruct the election, interfere with the election. Yeah. And, and John, the, the Trump campaign responded to the report. I'm sure you saw this quote. It says uh, Trump's actions were taken in furtherance of his duty as president of the United States to faithfully take care of the laws and ensure election integrity. Uh, John, you're a White House counsel. Is it Trump's job to run the elections in this country? It, it is not. That shows, though, where they're going with their defense. They're sort of telegraphing the kind of defense they're going to put onto this uh, to try to claim it, first of all, in the immunity area, if it's something in the outer parameters of the president's responsibilities, they can theoretically argue for an extension of what was a civil uh, immunity that was granted to Nixon. Uh, from civil lawsuits. They're trying to take it the next step and say, well, he's in the outer perimeter. This was, uh, he was fulfilling his duties. Uh, the problem he has with that is he's already had the Circuit Court of Appeals in the District of Columbia rule on that very issue that he, this was not part of his duties as president. So it's uphill. He doesn't have any factual basis to say this, to take in front of either the Court of Appeals or the Supreme Court. So it's a loser. But that's his PR argument at this point anyway. And, and John, looking into 2024, I mean, what, what is your sense of what we're going to see next year legally for Donald Trump? Is he going to be able to uh, successfully uh, execute uh, the Trump playbook of delay, delay, delay and push everything until after the election? Or do you think justice is coming? What, what, what's your sense of it? I, I think we're going to have a split screen next year and we're going to see his legal proceedings, uh, paralleling, if not influencing, his political undertakings. So I, I, I don't think he can push it off the screen and have it just a campaign. These are not going to go away. These are not civil cases. These are criminal trials. And if one doesn't go forward, the other one will. Alvin Bragg is ready to go. He's t told the world he's ready to go at the end of March. So if for some reason the D.C. proceedings don't start, I'm sure the judges will coordinate it and the New York proceeding will start. The Georgia uh, date is not really set yet. She's ready to go, too. So it's just not going to go away, Jim. All right. Uh, John Dean, thank you very much for your time. Great to talk to you, as always, and happy holidays.